Hello and welcome to Simply Walk the Talk. Making sense of the health and fitness world, one conversation at a time. My name is Josh Holland. And I'm Grace Nuttall. Hey, how are you? Hey everybody, what's up? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, I find it so funny uh, that we kind of like started our conversation this morning with you being like, oh my gosh, you're not hungover. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what I mean, right? I mean, it's like, it's Saturday, you know, we normally record on Fridays and I figure, you know, maybe it's not, it's not just you, but maybe a lot of people go out and, and do something a little fun on Fridays. You usually have off on Fridays, right? Yeah, I've been working the last couple of Fridays um, to like make up for the t- the vacation days I'm going to be taking uh, in a week or two. Ooh. So, oh, this, yeah. this is actually kind of relevant then with the whole vacation chat and all that stuff, right? With today's episode. Yeah, well, yeah, today's episode is kind of largely inspired by the fact that I've had like a whole list of questions to ask Josh uh, ahead of me going on holiday. Um, so sneakily and maybe selfishly, uh, I suggested this as a podcast topic. <laughs> Not a problem at all. In fact, this is kind of what we, I mean, what this whole podcast is about, right? It's just kind of answering the question that, you know, that may come from our listeners and you are kind of the voice of the, the listeners in a way. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be asking you these questions anyway, we might as well share the benefits with the world. Absolutely. I think it's quite handy. So with that being said, yeah, today's episode is kind of like safeguarding your summer um, and kind of like hacking your holidays, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, this is not necessarily just applicable to going on holiday, but it's um, going to deal a lot with kind of like protecting yourself from the sun if you're going to the beach or if you're running outside. and then just kind of generally like preparing for your holiday because there's a lot of information out there that's kind of either confusing or just unnecessary, I think. Um, yeah. Which we'll find out. All right. Well, we can dive into it. Um, you know, I, I think it's interesting t- as well because, you know, we're well into the summer now. And um, I think sort of similar to the standard American diet and the government trying to take over our Um, nutrition and the advice around that it's kind of all over the place there's a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of myths and you know I know it was about maybe three three or four episodes ago we talked very casually about potentially talking about sunscreen so here we are this is probably a good time to talk about it and there's a lot of misinformation about that as well because when you watch TV we can't help but notice the commercials are talking about, you know, SPF 50,000, you know, or whatever, you know, like protect yourself to the utmost um, ability and, you know, don't get skin cancer. And I think it's kind of like trying to scare the population into trying to buy the most expensive and, you know, the craziest commercialized sunscreens. So we're going to kind of debunk that a bit. Um, I'm going to draw from a couple different sites. Um, one it would be the Bulletproof blog which you guys that know me know that I, I, I think that the blog has a lot of information when it comes to all things health and wellness. So the bulletproof, bulletproof.com blog uh, is really good. And then there's another one by Dr. Axe, which is A-X-E, draxe.com. Um, he has a good blog too about the best sunscreens. So 
you know, when it comes to sunscreens, obviously we, you know, we can find it anywhere from Walgreens to Dwayne Reed to Walmart. It's just pretty, pretty ubiquitous. But some of the most intuitive ways to protect yourself from the sun would be to cover up. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> sit in the shade. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm the same as well. Like people who know me, I'm walking down the street, you know, in New York City or on a beach or whatever. I'm going to find shade somehow, some way I'm going to yep. find the shade. Now, if there is no shade, then one of the next best ways to, to sort of cover up is to wear more clothing, like clothing that actually, you know, protects part of your skin or most of your skin. Um, this isn't necessarily the best way for most people because let's face it, it's probably going to be hotter. You're going to feel more hot, but I, I like to think of this in terms of if we were in a desert population, you know, like in the middle East, there's a lot of people that wear, they're fully covered, maybe in bright colors, like an all white, but they're fully covered. And I used to think, why would they do that? But what that does is helps to kind of keep the body temperature in and it protects the the sun from from beaming directly onto your skin. It goes into the clothing and the fabric. So that's actually a, a good way to protect yourself. Yeah, and I think your point about you know wearing white and everything is very important. Particularly, I find it funny you know being in New York where a lot of people just wear dark clothes uh, <laughs> all year round, myself included. But white does reflect the the heat away from you, whereas darker colors they absorb the heat much more efficiently. Bingo. Um, Bingo. So. Yeah, I guess like if you're not necessarily like covered up on a beach, if you're walking around, just embrace like the pastels and the white colors. I guess that is that's very good, and and you're doing that because you have your white tank top on a day. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, although I suppose it's not really going to cover me up from the sun too much. That's true. That's true. Well, so you know, aside from covering your body with clothing uh, or finding shade. The next best thing would be to, I like to think of the skin as the largest organ on our body. So anything we put on our skin or within our skin will be absorbed. So always think about that. And this is something that I think about. And a, a rule of thumb for me is if it's not good enough for me to eat, then it's not good enough for my skin to absorb it. Right? <laughs> and it's That's a fair rule. Yeah, and it, it might sound woo-woo and hippie, but it's it's kind of a good way to think about it because I, I remember when I was in, in grade school putting glue all on my hands and, and peeling it off and doing all these crazy things to, like, my, my uh, fingernails, and I would uh, put markers and stuff like that or draw on my skin and write with ink pens on my skin. It's just not cool <laughs> you know you never know what you're getting from that yeah that's interesting um i was talking to a family friend who's a doctor and he said that people act there are a small number there's a small number of people who actually do die each year from uh having written on their hands because Whoa. you can get ink poisoning just from writing in your hands you can get you can oh. actually get ink poisoning and that can be deadly See? it's crazy like yeah. of all the things that can kill you writing on your hands of but course, yeah it does happen well yeah all it, all it takes is someone that's maybe a little more susceptible to to you know that level of, of chemical uh, absorption and there you go you may die or have other complications that lead to crazy other things so for those of you that write on your hands out there stop doing that okay if you're not yeah. if you're not willing to eat the ink <laughs> don't put it on your skin 
Which is not to say that sunscreen is going to kill you. True, true. Right. So, yeah, let's let's get back on track with that. Okay. <laughs> so, um, when kind of drawing from the DrAxe.com, his blog, um, there were some things on here that I, I, that I found to be very interesting, and I think it would be helpful for people to hear this at least, because there's a couple different types of rays that can benefit us or, or damage our skin, and absorbing the the rays is very beneficial for getting vitamin d in fact the sun sun um vitamin d or vitamin d from the sun is probably the best way to get vitamin d and in the summertime the sun is at its peak for longer so it's easier for us to get vitamin d Mm -hmm. um if you're someone who's not out with a majority of your skin being exposed so that you can absorb the vitamin d then it's probably best to supplement so with that though there's uvb rays and there's uva rays and um basically this report here they found research that highlights the fact that american sunscreen choices are fewer and often worse uva protection compared to those available in in the european union yeah for sure i mean i'm definitely struggling with this at the moment when i try and get a bottle of sun cream from Dwayne Reed or whatever just because I'm used to the brands back at home and I'm used to the labels on those bottles and kind of knowing like this is the this is the market that shows that I should be buying this right so what I do I personally like to just put on coconut oil and coconut oil does provide a layer of protection but it's also good for the skin I eat it obviously you know so it's like it kind of justifies that if it's not good for your Mm -hmm. skin don't put it on your skin uh, or don't eat it or whatever um, but then I would note, just like the blog here says, there is no perfect sunscreen. There are some that are obviously far worse than others. So let's kind of go through that. Um, many of them contain chemicals, even the like the mineral-based ones. They have even like small nanoparticles and minute ingredients that cross the blood bank, blood-brain barrier, which can also not only harm us, but it can also harm the aquatic life. So we also want to be aware of that. Um, but then I would also say um, there's, there's some out there that are better than others. So, like, you want to stay away from the ones that have uh, vitamin A. Um, I'll read from here. It says, um, the, the matters, because UVA rays are more abundant than UVB, the UVA damage is more subtle than sunburns induced mainly by UVB. So we should not try to focus on blocking UVB all the time, which I think is what is written on a lot of these bottles, right? It's like, oh, you know, block 90% of UVB, but this is actually the beneficial one. The UV, mm-hmm. UVA rays are the ones that can damage your skin visibly by suppressing the immune system and aging the skin over time. So if you're someone who doesn't want wrinkles and you want to look more youthful for a longer period of time, then clearly you want to be blocking the UVA. Okay, (laughs) so um, anyway, and that's also linked to melanoma, squamous cell carcinoma and basal cell carcinoma. So these are some things that you can find from the from the blog if you guys want to dive into that a little more deeply. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, they have a list here of the best sunscreens of 2017 beach and sport. I'll kind of rattle through a couple of these. Uh, There's a brand called All Good Unscented Sunstick SPF 30, (laughs) whatever that means. all-terrain aqua sports sunscreen lotion spf 30 um the one i like that i found at whole foods on here is a badger sunscreen cream unscented spf 30. um 
that's a pretty good one because it has like all organic ingredients blah 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 um yeah I'm, i wouldn't necessarily eat it but it's it's better than some of the others out there um what about you yeah um i mean again i'm not really familiar with the american brands but i think there there is a lot of information that is quite important to keep in mind and that is like how you apply your sun cream and how often you should be reapplying it yeah um like lotions are far more effective than sprays for example like that's I right. find that like sprays do not give you um like full coverage and like i'm i guess i'm saying my kind of personal opinion from experience because i have to wear a lot of sun cream and i have to like reapply it a lot just because my skin is very very sensitive to the sun yeah um and you know i've uh, accidentally fallen asleep on beaches in the past um, even when it's been overcast mm-hmm. and ended up being horrifically burned so I'm kind of maybe a bit more overcautious than some people right but um that's no, things like that's also, good. Oh, no that was really oh, really good. good to point out sorry <laughs> I, I think it's very very important especially because you are fairer skin than I am so it's yeah. it's really important to point that out thank you yeah and like also like just applying every two hours being aware of like your SPFs um, which a lot of people don't realize it refers to like it's directly linked to how much time you can be spending in the sun before you start to burn mm. so I go for like a high SPF but anything over 50 is a bit of a snake oil kind of thing <laughs> right. <Hard laughs> it doesn't wash. really yeah it's not like really effective right um, and I think it's also something that like parents are very aware of like you know that you, you want to protect your kids um, so I think like just reapplying that constantly and then also making sure that you're not allergic to the sun cream ah look at you you're Um, on it today I like it yeah that's that's also another one what what I'm you know kind of going back to some of the things to avoid let's just throw this in there real quick um the ingredients you want to check to avoid I've mentioned this already before but uh, avoid retinol palmitate which may be also known as vitamin A and oxybenzone Mm -hmm. so um, you know, if you see that on the on the label, try to avoid that. And then it says here on the Bulletproof blog to use natural or mineral-based, titanium-based or zinc-based sunscreens that reflect the sun's rays away from your skin as opposed to chemical sunscreens that absorb the sun's rays. So, um, so that's a good one. Also, another note is to maybe avoid the ones that are sunscreen slash bug repellent combos. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. Particularly, I mean, we are talking about, you know, being aware of the chemicals that we're putting on our bodies. And I'm just kind of naturally very suspicious of anything that combines the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and <laughs> listen, if also, like, the very first thing that we, we talked about was what? Finding shade or covering up. Here's a very cool hack. If you can't find shade and you don't feel like covering up, bring an umbrella right like just go and spend that extra bit of you know a couple of dollars here if you're on a beach or whatever maybe have one of the guys come over like i remember remember doing this in rio um you could pay a guy like a couple like a dollar or two and they'll bring over a huge umbrella with freshly cut coconut coconuts and you can drink and sip on your coconut straight from the from the uh it was amazing yeah so there you go Uh, yeah I think it's always worth it to spend the extra couple of dollars to get if if you're sitting on a beach to get the umbrella mm. because again like you don't you don't want to risk getting sunstroke particularly you know the hours of the day like I think it's between like 11 and 3 when the sun is like 
most overhead and most potent, I guess. Mm-hmm. You just have to be really, really careful. And it's just not worth the risk. Right. You know, just to get that sweet tan, like, you're more likely to get burned. Right. But I think it's also interesting, um, I was talking about chemicals, because um, there's another kind of thing that we use every day um, that similarly we should be a bit more aware of in terms of chemicals, and that's deodorant and antiperspirant, Ooh, which yes. I think is worth talking about. Absolutely. So just like the, the, you know, the toxic heavy metals that we want to stay clear from with our sunscreen, or lotions for that matter too, just even just regular lotions like you were talking about earlier, it doesn't have to necessarily be sunscreens, but it can also be the lotions that we put on our body and the deodorants we put on our body. Um, you want to stay away from the heavy metals, especially aluminum. So there's a lot of aluminum within uh, deodorants, mostly as an antiperspirant, but it sort of blocks the, the ducts within the armpits that are designed to help us excrete heavy metals throughout our body. So our underarms are a natural detox pathway. And there was, um, I I can't recall the site that I saw this on or what book I read this in, but they did some research to show that the sweat and the things that come out of us, like the smells and things like that, usually are from the the deodorants we put in. It's like our body is trying to get rid of that over and over and over and over. And we yeah. just keep putting it on. So it's like this vicious cycle of like introducing heavy metals and the body's trying to detox. And if it doesn't detox mm. from your armpit because it doesn't, it's not allowed because of the, the deodorant, it's going to come out elsewhere, either through our feet or through our hair. And so sometimes this is where we get this, this smell, like this sulfur-like smell sometimes. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I find it crazy like in our quest to not sweat um that we you know put heavy metals like aluminium on our, <laughs> on our skin. <laughs> yeah, there is that aluminium, aluminium, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I heard aluminium. I thought it was someone was joking with me. It's one of my friends in London, and I'm like, dude, really? Uh, aluminium? Like, come on. <laughs> I know uh, it's just one of those cultural things. It is. It's but, cute. But yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, like, everyone sweats, and it's a shame, you know, a quest to prevent that. That's you right. You have to kind of go to those resorts. Do you have any um, recommendations for any good yes. uh, non, non-aluminium-based deodorants? <laughs> yes. So there's a brand of deodorants out there called uh, Thai, like just like Thai, like Thailand, but just T-H-A-I. Mm-hmm. Um, and they so they make these salt sticks. It's like a... Yeah, it's just it's salt, and um, they make a spray, which is basically they t- they take this like crystal, this rock salt crystal, and they apply water to it, and that the the salt crystal absorbs into the water, and that's how they make a spray out of it. So mm-hmm. that does really really good um, in sort of detoxing you, and I would say if you're if you're one to try this, give yourself about three or four days to kind of adjust and adapt to it. The first couple of days, your body's still trying to get rid of the deodorants you're currently using. So you may have to apply it a little more often than usual. Um, But this is what I use when it's not the summer. So like in the summertime, we're gonna be sweating more. So I tend to use a different brand. Like what I'm using currently right now is the Schmidt, uh, S-C-H-I-M-D-T, Schmidt brand that you can get from like Whole Foods. 
And it's nice yeah. because it has things like um, magnesium in it and calcium, and it has like a nice smell. Also has charcoal, so you okay. guys might notice there's more and more health food uh, stores or health stores that are that are promoting these deodorants with charcoal. And charcoal is a natural detoxifier, so you you probably also may see it in uh, toothpaste. This is all very good because it helps to bind to toxins and bacteria within your mouth, your gut, and even in your armpits if you put it if you put it there. So mm. one that I'm currently using right now has charcoal, activated charcoal with I think uh, magnesium and like an essential oil. So it smells really good, not overly fragranced, um, and it and it works. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Try that out. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. So we've covered like, you know, sweating and we've covered, you know, keeping safe in the sun. Do you have any um, kind of recommendations for ways that we can like cool down in the summer and the summer months? Because it is oppressively hot in this city. <laughs> that is something that I've kind of had to adjust to. Well, that's, I mean, that's definitely a number one um, necessity is to hydrate and trying to cool down. But there's also other ways, like if we can sort of, if we eat well enough, right, we try to avoid sugar as best we can, this is also something that will help sort of detoxify you as well, is just to try to avoid sugars, Mm -hmm. hydrate as much as possible, um, take supplements like krill oil, omega-3s, resveratrol from like blueberries and grapes, um, astaxanthin, which is spelled A-S-T-A-X-A-N-T-H-I-N. Astaxanthin is what kind of gives this this color to fish like salmon and other fish oils. Uh, so that's also really good to mm-hmm. consume that. Um, vitamin E, beta carotene. If you have these things, this is going to boost your internal sunscreen anyway, but also helps to kind of regulate your body temperature. So... Um, aside from that, though, what I try to do is I, I like to hop into an infrared sauna several times a week so that I can expose myself to like really extreme temperatures of like 150 or 160 degrees so that when I go outside, 90, 95 degrees doesn't feel as bad, right? Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, but, you know, along with that, once again, you're detoxing, which is sort of what you can do if you eat well enough. You detox. Then you also hydrate, doing things like uh, drinking loads of water, maybe having coconut oil. But if you go for your, uh, not coconut oil, but like coconut water, I should say. If you go for your coconut water, try to stay away from the ones that add the crazy refined sugars and things like that. Mm -hmm. Try to just get, if you can, just a basic coconut, have somebody cut it off or you poke a, you know, (laughs) drill a hole into it and just drink it straight from there because there's no added sugars or craziness to it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, if you have the ability to go and get into an infrared sauna, then I would suggest doing so, so that you can deal with the, the heat a little better. Yeah, I think also uh, drinking less Drinking less alcohol. Fun. There you go. There drinking you go. less alcohol. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I love how, like, I'm definitely coming across as being a complete lush. I don't really drink that much. Just the timing of the effects is unfortunate. Yes. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, like having you know experienced those nights, like one of the effects for drinking of drinking for me anyway is like waking up very early in the morning, like very very warm, 
I always find. Like, if I've been drinking the night before, I'm always, always warm the next morning. Yeah. Just for my body processing it. Yeah. Which is not ideal if you're already in a very warm setting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and you'll probably find yourself kind of perspiring a little bit more because that's your body trying to get rid of it. And yeah. what I say to people, if you're going to consume alcohol, which, let's face it, I can say till I'm blue in the face, don't drink alcohol. Everybody's going to drink alcohol, right? Or most people are going to yeah. drink. So if you do it, just make sure because it is a toxin to the body, the body's going to deal with it first. So it's what we call first to burn. So the body is going to sort of suppress or or store everything else that you may consume around consuming the alcohol. So let's say, for instance, when you drink alcohol, most people are a little uh, more likely to cheat, right? Their, their inhibitions go down a little bit. So you might be more willing to have the carbs or you have the, the, the cheat meal. But that's kind of the worst time to have it because mm-hmm. your body's going to store that as fat and then it's going to try to deal with the toxins that is being introduced at that time. So if you're going to drink, try not to eat anything that's crazy. Make sure to also hydrate along with that. And I also suggest taking a couple car- uh, activated charcoal capsules around the drinking. So if I know that I'm going to go out and have a glass of wine or, you know, my drink of choice is like, you know, a nice tequila or Tito's vodka, something like that. I know for sure before I go out and have the drinks, I'll have one or two capsules of activated charcoal. And then I also have one or two capsules after I finish drinking. And that just kind of helps my body detox even further. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely a very important one to keep in mind because if people are going on holiday or particularly during the summer months, you're much more likely to be drinking. Um, and you know, you're kind of in like that treat yourself mentality already particularly with food, so it's just kind of an extra combination. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something I'm going to be, like, wary of when I'm on holiday. Yeah. Yeah, just, um, you know, and also another thing, too, is, like, it's it's we think of fruits and, you know, sweet things for whatever reason when it's, when it's the summertime, right? And, you know, it's kind of like we imagine being on the beach and having, like, a pina colada. Just, once again, try to find ways to, to make healthier drinks healthier choices for instance one of my favorite fast food healthy fast food chains i I can't even really call it fast food because you sit down and eat but um we'll call it like a casual food healthy restaurant is true food kitchen and they Mm -hmm. have the the restaurants at pretty you know at several different locations i've actually been to six different ones now in six different (laughs) places which is cool but they i love it because at their bar they make beautiful drinks made out of like like a base of kombucha as opposed to a soda you know mm-hmm. which you know from a nice kombucha this is going to be really good for enhancing your gut uh probiotics or your gut biome but it's also it has a nice fizz to it and it has a nice flavor to it because maybe they would use something like pomegranate or they would use you know some other means of a starch to make the the fermentation process happen so use it as a base as opposed to a cherry coke (laughs) you know um so you know there's different ways to do that you can even infuse some of your alcohols with uh, cucumber or berries you know low low glycemic fruits Mm -hmm. all that to be all that saying is you can still have nice fruity drinks but just choose wisely yeah and i guess um 
on the kind of vague subject of preparing for your holiday, something that I've noticed, and it's something definitely that I was, one of the reasons I wanted to chat to you about this is the whole concept of getting beach body ready and, you know, preparing for your holiday. And I think a lot of people, at least a lot of, you know, casual fitness people, um, kind of maybe just wait till like the week, the week or two weeks before going on holiday to be like, oh no, like I need to lose a lot of weight really quickly so I can be like super toned and ready for the beach. (laughs) Um, And like, I've definitely been guilty of this in the past where I was like working in an office job and I wasn't exercising much anyway. And you kind of Google and you find all these like cosmopolitan articles and, you know, late women's health uh, articles about, you know, the 10 things you can be doing in the week running up to your holiday to look amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of which includes like not chewing gum and not eating broccoli and things that will make you bloated. Um, so, I mean, that was a bit rambly, but I guess like my point is like, do you have any thoughts on this? And do you actually have any real recommendations for people who are about oh. to go on holiday? Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, to, to start out, I will get, I'm going to get a little deep here for a second. Okay. Because there's a couple things around that. One is I think the best thing that we can do is be comfortable in our own skin. Mm. That's probably the number one thing. And try to get out of the media and, you know, all these publications out there trying to suggest to us that we are not good enough. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's it's so when we read this women's health and the men's health and it's going to show all of these these uh, fitness models that are there who, you know, have crazier protocols than we're even talking about on this show to look the way they look, to do a photo shoot, to then, you know, whatever. So I would say, first and foremost, learn to be confident and comfortable within your own skin. And if you truly don't feel good enough uh, or or fit enough or confident enough to be on the beach in a a two-piece or, you know, shirtless or whatever, then... I would say kind of start now. Don't wait until, you know, a month before it's about to be summer. Like, it should be kind of a lifestyle. It should be a, a complete lifestyle. So that's probably the, the main thing. Uh, and then the second thing, kind of in this whole being deep thing, is like there is there's there are so many other things we can be focusing on than like the things that maybe make us bloated and not chewing gum and this and that that's once again that just satisfies this one little piece in this one little article that has nothing to do with the whole big picture everything we just talked about before about like boosting your internal sunscreen and the right things to put on your body these are the things we should be focusing on yeah versus like not having broccoli broccoli is good for us Now, obviously, there are some people that broccoli is not good for, um, and, you know, it can maybe cause distension or uh, puffiness, inflammation, things like that. But there's so many other things around that, that, like, let's say you read this article, you take away your broccoli. Well, maybe that was the only vegetable you've ever had in your life, and now you're taking that away. So... Um, yeah, there's a lot to that, but... Yeah, there's a lot to unpack, and I think it's unfortunate because it does provoke a lot of men and women to then, like, maybe starve themselves in, like, the week running up to the holiday because there's so much, like, put, like pla- there's so much weight and emphasis placed on it when no one actually cares what you look like on the beach. Bingo. Bing- exactly, exactly. So, 
you know, now to give you some tips other than saying, hey, don't worry about it, just go and be you, I, I get it. There's people that want to maybe focus a little bit more on their healthier lifestyle choices when they're about to be exposed, um, you know, to a lot of people on the beach or whatever. So some ways to hack that. We've already talked about one, one, is like a nice quick detox is infrared sauna. So like some of my clients, I'll suggest to them to maybe up their infrared sauna frequency, so to speak. So if you're doing it once or twice a week normally, then it's okay to actually detox more ahead of your trip. So maybe hop in there every day if you want. Um, you know, obviously around that you need to also be hydrating because you don't want to completely just, you know, sweat out all of your, your, your fluids. Um, but this is a great way to detox. Um, another way is to eat healthy. And, you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, there's so many protocols that we've talked about. But maybe up your your fruits, maybe once again, having that later in the day, go for organic, try to stay away from the high glycemic fruits, things like pineapples, although I know they're very good, but it, it's so much sugar. And fructose is the same thing as sugar. So if you're going to have a lot of it, try to do it like later in the day so that you're not having to deal with the crash throughout your day, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I think like something that's really nice to have. And when I think of the summertime, I think of like fresh salads with maybe some papaya or with cucumbers and maybe like strawberries and things like that. Like once again, going to True Food Kitchen the other day, I noticed that they have on their menu, they change it up based on the seasons, which is also really nice. Um, and they have like a salad with tomatoes and watermelon, which watermelon is a high glycemic fruit. But once again, if you're only having that every once in a while, then it's okay. You know, I'd rather a person have that than to go and have a Snickers bar because they were hungover and that's the only thing that's next to them as a vending machine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I hope that helps, but, you know, get lots of sleep, which these protocols that I'm kind of rattling off are the same for a healthy lifestyle in general, like to mm-hmm. the kind of the first point I made. So just focus more on that, you know, be active. If you're on the beach, you may as well get a couple beach sprints in, especially if you're sweating already. Why not sweat a little bit more? Go and do two or three sprints, have a seat. You know, sip on your your coconut water infused drink, and then maybe go and have a couple more sprints. Because let's face it, you're, you're there on the beach. Everyone else is sweating. You may as well get a sweat in. And then if you want to cool yourself off, like you asked before, go hop into the ocean or hop into the water or the pool. And also, by the way, hopping into the pool if you're if you're going into chlorinated pools, another cool natural defense mechanism for your skin absorbing all of that chlorine, which I don't like to go in chlorinated pools, but a good way to kind of protect your skin from that for a certain bit of time is to put coconut oil on your skin before you hop into a pool. Very good. So there's another tip. I'll be bringing my jar on holiday with me. There you go. There you go. Cool. So anyway, um, I hope that satisfies that question, but there's, there's so much. Just live a healthy lifestyle, people. That's it. Yeah. And yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, I don't think there's really much that you can achieve in one week before your holiday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Other than, you know, trying to like accept your body. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm kind of definitely like, because I've got like a lot of hangups about my body as it is, like I'm definitely like nervous going to the beach and going 
having photos of me on social media but at the end of the day like it's my body like the beach is just gonna have to be ready for me <laughs> exactly exactly and it's like it's like i asked some people you know like the very deep question of why is it you want to lose uh, another five pounds you know before you go on the beach and then they're just kind of like well because i want to look better but look better for whom and then then it's like well you know uh i might meet a guy or i might meet a girl and it's like okay but then then you, you meet this person and you want to have a good time with them then what do you go do then you go and have a drink and then you go and like let loose and then you know it's like just enjoy yourself learn to be good with yourself yeah and then go i think yeah i think also there's just so much more um worry associated with things these days because with the rise of social media and instagram and everything you know everyone everyone's gonna see your holiday photos you know and everyone like crafts this idea like this image yeah. of their perfect holiday yeah. and there's just so much pressure like yeah. to kind of fulfill that um so i guess it all kind of comes back to being kind on yourself and like you don't necessarily need to have 20 photos of you in a bikini or shirtless exactly for people to know that you're having a good time <laughs> exactly in fact yeah. you don't need any photos for people to to, to know you're having a good time because it doesn't matter what people think but you're right yeah we're all feeding into this whole social media thing and you know like with my page you you probably see this it's like i use that as a as as work and and to promote different things but you know like I was on the beach last night, but I don't. I didn't post any photos of me being on the beach because it doesn't really matter. Like, you know what I mean. And if there is something relevant to what people need to see based on my business, which is health, wellness, and fitness, then I'll show it. Like, if I get a chance to go and run some sprints, you'll probably see some sprints of me on the beach. You know, okay, that's that satisfies that. But I don't need to show people, you know, what's really going on. Mm-hmm through social media, those that are with me, I want to, I want us all to enjoy that time instead of me having to hold my phone at this and like, oh my God, this is, this is, you know, where I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if that's what makes people happy, if, if you're know, taking photos like that and posting it on social media, if that's what makes people truly happy, then good for you. I yeah. just, yes. as long as it's not at the cost of your mental health and, you know, how much enjoyment you're actually getting out of the moment. Well said, Dr. Grace. I love it. I love it. No, really, it's, I'm not even trying to be funny. That's really, really good advice. So I hope everyone is, is keen to that. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, good stuff. I think, yeah, I think we've covered a lot. Um, I'm certainly a, a bit happier about going on to my holiday plans. <laughs> good. Well, with that, then we'll start to wrap up. And let's not forget one of the things we're grateful for this week. So what are you grateful for, Grace? Oh, I'm starting off this week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll put you gosh. on the spot, huh? You you have put me on the spot. On the spot. I don't know. Um, I've spent a lot of like time with some of my good friends this week. Um, this weekend, I'm saying goodbye to one of my Irish friends who's going back. She's finished her visa um, for the year, so I'm kind of grateful that I've been able to share this experience in America with her to some extent. Um, beautiful uh yeah it's been it's really nice to see your friends in a different context um and yeah i've had a lot of fun with her i'm gonna miss her oh that's really sweet grace i love it well my gratitude this week is going to be revolved around the podcast and i'm truly grateful for being able to use this as an outlet to engage with others that i may not be able to engage with otherwise 
And so I'm just happy that we even have a following because as I stated at the very beginning of, of recording these podcast shows, even if I can affect one person, I've done my job. And mm-hmm. I think we've done beyond that. So um, I'm just grateful that we have the opportunity to do this podcast. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And I think that also brings us to a good point about please give us your feedback. (laughs) And I think particularly with this one, I'd love to hear other people's holiday hacks um, and, you know, summer, like summer tips. Um, I think this is a really good opportunity for people to share their experiences. Yeah. And and to that point, I'll notice, I'll note this. um, Maybe my friend Alina is out there listening, but she posted a, a photo of her, her little six pack. um, And, I didn't even realize that she was doing this because once again, I don't know sometimes that a person is utilizing the virtual videos that I might send out unless they say something, right? So um, <laughs> she, all of a sudden, she I guess she's been doing it like three times a week, the, the 20 minute Tabata link that I sent, plus the 10 minute core workout. And I guess she's been doing that like three times a week. And obviously she eats very healthy. Um, she's a chef herself. So she's a model and she's a chef. And she's currently in Germany right now, but she posted this beautiful photo of her of her abs and it looks really good. And she has been sort of following this little program that I sent. So back to the episode that we had talked about, those that are able to utilize the virtual programs in certain ways, it clearly worked for her and is working for her. So kudos to Alina out there. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, and amazing. If, if there's any others, please feel free to share. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I think that's it for now. Yeah. Good, good, good talk. Good chat. And as always, Grace, it's, it's been a, um, a fun conversation and I look forward to more. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. All right. We're signing off. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Simply Walk the Talk. If you have any questions or comments, shout out to us on social media or email us at hello at simplywalkthetalk.com. And if you like this episode and it was helpful in any way, feel free to share. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs)